Hi, I'm Mark's Narration Software and I'm taking over this f***ing podcast. This week, that blind loser and his smoking hot wife are talking about books. Wow, that's actually kind of lame. Anyway, enjoy the episode and remember, Mark is useless without me. Welcome to Blind Luminations, the show that is half-sighted, half-blind, all podcast. Now get ready to open your ears to your two favorite lumineers, Mark and Jan. Hello, Luminati, and welcome to the Blind Luminations podcast. I am one half of your hosting team. I'm the blind guy himself, Mark, along with my fully-sighted wife. I call her Double J, just Jan. How are you doing today, Jan? Doing doubly wonderful. Ooh, doubly wonderful. So mm-hmm. would that be wonderful, wonderful? It'd be a double W? Double double? Double <laughs> double, the... double, do you? Double double, <laughs> double double W? I don't know what we're saying. This It'll is a... turning into gibberish already. Yeah, it'd be a double W. Double W? Yeah, if it's Wonderful, J, wonderful. Be, That's yeah. the name of the last uh, album by The Killers, actually. Oh, so there you go. So oh, you're, you're yeah. feeling you're feeling killery today. I don't think that's an actual word, but uh, anyway, well, it's best better than um, murdery. <laughs> murdery, yeah, that's true. That's true. Actually, I kind of think those are the same thing, but you know, mm-hmm. murdery, killery. I would I would say Chury. that it's the same. God. <laughs> anyway, uh, for those of you who are listening to this podcast for the first time, uh, we are a married couple and we talk about our experiences with my wife being fully sighted, obviously, and me being blind. So, uh, yeah. Because obviously I had the, have the, uh, the harder life. <laughs> what are you saying? I don't even know. You do. You, you, you actually act as if. Such a hard life. Yeah, it's very difficult to deal with me. Anyway, I I was actually meaning being sighted, but I'm glad you you thought it was being married to you. (laughs) Oh, poor. Anyway, so this week on our podcast, we are talking books. We thought with a school being back in session, at least in our neck of the woods, it would be the perfect opportunity to talk about the different varieties of books that are available to both sighted people and the blind, but more specifically the blind, since that's more unique, I guess, Mm -hmm. to uh, people listening to this. But uh, before we begin, what are your favorite types of book, Jan? I go with ebooks. You like the ebooks. It, it's interesting because I've almost no sense of smell. That's true. So a lot of people will say, like you know, with uh, regular books, mm-hmm. paperbacks, and and hardcovers, and that that oh, there's this this wonderful smell to them, and I have never been able to relate to that. Mm-hmm. So like you know, for some people, that's something they miss with ebooks, and that has obviously never been the case for me. Um, I also am a little bit, I don't want to say lazy, but I like the fact that when I get really comfortable with a book and it's an ebook, I just have to like press on the screen yeah, and it goes to the next page. Mm-hmm. Whereas if I was reading a paperback or anything, it was usually a paperback. I'm not, you know, splurging on the, the hardcovers. Right. Um, it would be that... Well, then I have to move and all this other stuff. And, yeah. And sometimes I wasn't as comfortable. So, like, uh, I found that it was easier for me to read ebooks, and it's just been that way. Plus, they take up a lot more room if you choose to keep them and not get rid of them after you're done reading. Yeah. So, I mean, that's it's kind of nice when you have the ebooks. You can basically just, if you want to go back and read a book that uh, you've read before, it's not taking up space somewhere. It's you just go on your e-reader or your phone or whatever. Yeah. And now uh, you just go right into the app and open it up, and it's right there for you. So yeah, it's, it's kind of nice. It's not as, I mean, you wouldn't have. Uh, you know, from Beauty and the Beast, they have that that huge library, and essentially, you know, that would have been condensed down to like a couple shelves of ebooks. Yeah, exactly. so it would have been as impressive. Yeah, Beauty and the Beast would not be uh, the same kind of movie if it were set in modern times. Yeah, it would be very strange, very mm. very strange. 
But uh, yeah, well, growing up, I used to obviously read um, physical books. Uh, I, I used to get the hardcovers, actually, every once in a while. Uh, I used to read a lot of wrestling books, because mm. I was a big fan of wrestling. I still am a fan of wrestling, and uh, I would buy the big hardcover books, because those would come out quite a bit before they would go to paperback. Mm-hmm. So uh, basically, I was stuck buying the hardcover, which was more expensive, obviously. Mm-hmm. But uh, back then, I because you know the technology wasn't really available, there was no e-readers back in the late '90s, early 2000s. So I was kind of stuck reading physical books. Whereas now, obviously, I am stuck reading books in a virtual kind of format, a digital format, I should say. Mm-hmm. And uh, I rely a lot more on my phone and. And, uh, different things like that. So I would say my preference is audiobook right now because um, there are different ways for a blind person to read. Obviously, there's Braille books. Uh, I actually am not able to read Braille because of reduced sensitivity in my fingertips. I tried learning and it was very difficult. They even have Jumbo Braille, actually. And uh, even that was too hard for me to do decipher with my uh reduced sensitivity in the fingertips so i never learned braille so i rely on my phone as i said and uh, with that there's different ways to access the books there's text to speech which is basically you buy a book digitally through like apple books whatever book app and uh, from the narration on the phone it will read the book to you in that voice. So you just perform a gesture on the phone. You'd use two fingers and swipe down on your phone, and it'll read through the page and automatically flip to the next page when it's done, and it'll continue that way. Yeah, so then you can bookmark after that. Did you never know that? Probably did. I might have forgotten. Okay, no, you just sounded very <laughs> surprised by it, and I was surprised that you didn't know that. But, uh, yeah, so that's how that works. Basically, on the phone, uh, in the app, you can bookmark different areas. You can also go to the table of contents and just double tap on the chapter you want to read or whatever. So uh, it, it makes it easier, obviously. Uh, it's it's easy to use, but you kind of get sick after a while of hearing the same tone of voice, whereas... When you download an audiobook, you can hear a lot of times now the actual author or celebrity associated with the book will do their own um, narration of the audiobook. So it's a lot, I think it's a really cool thing because you get to yeah. hear how they intended certain phrases to come out when writing the book. And you don't necessarily get that through text-to-speech or even just reading a book because you don't get their tone of voice or what they intended to convey. I've I've read autobiographies before, Uh and you got me the audiobook of... It was Felicia uh, Day. Yeah, Felicia Day. Yeah. And everywhere, no one's weird. On, everyone's weird on the internet, or no one's weird on the internet. I can't remember what the name of it is exactly. Oh, well, now I've gotten confused. I think it's everyone's weird on the internet. Yeah, yeah. So, but anyway, the, sorry. the point is, is that so I had read autobiographies before, and then you had gotten me this, and after that, any autobiography that I want, I want it to be where they're reading it, just because you can get that different. Um, what do you call it? Infliction? Affliction? In the voice, inflection. right? Like, yeah, inflection. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. I know uh, a word or two. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. I also know the and, Killers uh, album is wonderful, wonderful. <laughs> anyway, go ahead. So Sorry. full of knowledge. Over yeah, there. I know. My, my cranium is <laughs> bursting at the seams. Anyway. Mm, that's why you have a big head. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It's not just for show. Is that why you're bald? All the uh, all your brains push push the hair away. <laughs> yes, I'll use that excuse. Yes, but yeah, Definitely. so it's it's different because um, if you were just reading something, um, you don't get that that sense always of what they meant. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, you get the different tone in that, so it becomes far more enjoyable. It does than that. Plus, there's different things where they have fun with it, too. I mean, mm-hmm. you have that uh, go the F to bed or whatever mm, yeah. with Samuel L. Jackson reading the audiobook, and that's funny. And uh, 
you know, you you get more of a performance, I guess, mm-hmm. with audiobooks. And I really enjoy that. And uh, so I try to get audiobooks whenever I can, especially when it's the author, uh, him or herself, mm-hmm. uh, reading the book, because I think that's really good. Because like we just said, it, it basically you get to hear how they intended the message to come across. So, and sometimes it's cool because they do get um, celebrity authors to read certain books. Like Will mm. Whedon had done Ready Player One, I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's neat when you can get that too, because uh, it's something a little bit different. And that it, it's it's just less monotonous, I guess. Yeah, it, I don't want to say it's a, a gimmick, but it 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 makes it a little bit. Uh, more special. Yeah, it makes it a little bit more enjoyable, yeah. I think. Um, mm-hmm. It's a, it's kind of a novelty, but at the same time, it's still it's still neat. It's a novelty for a novel. Yes. Eh? Eh? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think they should have, like, nursery rhymes or whatever and have them read by Josh Brolin as Thanos. <laughs> I think that would be entertaining. That's something they should look into doing. Mm-hmm. I think that's what they should do is just have, like, different characters from pop culture read different books i think mm. that could be a new market that's untapped so far now like, can did, you imagine you like enjoy... tony stark reading something like robert downey is tony stark reading i don't know good night moon that I could be you. entertaining it, it would be at the end i love you 3000 <laughs> exactly exactly oh boy yeah oh. so i think that would, it could be neat mm. darth was, vader reading say... uh uh, what's that one? I love you always or whatever. <laughs> Robert Munch book. Have Darth Vader reading that. Yeah. I love you always. <laughs> I'll be in the whatever. I don't I was know gonna the book say, exactly. No. Now you still get comic books sometimes. We've I do. That. And I've read them to you. You have, and you get very confused sometimes. Yes, because I don't always know what characters are mm-hmm. so there there were <laughs> some very confusing there was times. some confusing uh, comic book reads there and luckily you were there to help me out i'd describe who the characters i give you a lot show. of credit because i don't imagine it's the easiest thing to explain what's going on in a panel of a comic book mm-hmm well that's it's, it's harder too when you're not familiar with all the characters like well, yeah, you were exactly. reading the the secret was, wars yeah the secret wars and there was cyclops in it and he had like a different uniform and you didn't know if it was him or not yeah and then it was uh reed reed richards yeah reed yes. richards and then he looked different and then there was this whole side story from his thing and well, there's reed richards and then there was the ultimate universe reed richards who is a bad guy yeah he's the maker yeah, the maker. Is that um, what you're thinking yes. of? Yes. Okay. Because that was very confusing. Right. As you can tell, I'm still confused. Mm-hmm. Several years later. So it was like trying to explain what was going on and read it to you while you were explaining to me what yeah. was going on. Exactly. It was like a symbiotic relationship. We uh, we had to combine mm. our powers to understand the full uh, mm. spectrum of the story. Mm-hmm. It was really, yeah, it was. It was kind of weird. So. And then we read the Batman. It was with the yeah, owls. We still, yeah, the Court of Owls. Yeah. We still got to read some of that stuff. We got like yeah. a lot of the Batman stuff and yeah. we got to finish that. But it was, hard. Stuff. it was hard for the Batman stuff because with that one, I was comfortable with the characters. Yes. So I would do different voices for the characters. Mm-hmm. Do you mind? Do you mind and sharing some voices with our listeners? Or? I would. I would have to be reading it. I couldn't just. Oh, I wanted to hear your Batman impersonation. It wasn't very good. You know it. I'm Batman. <laughs> I don't even think I did that. It was just like, uh, where's the trigger? <laughs> so yeah, but <sighs> but we could do. I think we could do like so many pages but then my my throat would be very very sore so i could do it because i was essentially changing voices for several pages can you imagine how uh like uh, voice actors what they go through well they probably have like breaks and well they do but like that's my point it's (laughs) they do a lot more of it oh yeah because like the production on a cartoon i mean that takes 
that takes a lot of time, and especially now, even a movie. Now, do you think they they do all of one character, and if they're doing another character, all of that character, or do you think they switch back and forth? I have no idea. I I really don't know. I would yeah. imagine that they would want to do all of one character first. Yeah. Because that would be weird, having to switch back and forth. That would really screw up your voice, I would think. I would think so, too. Mm-hmm. But I've always been curious. Yeah, I don't really know. I'm not sure. Because, like, when they go to demonstrate, like, all the, the voices they do or something, some, they, they'll, they'll switch back between, like, you know, five to ten voices sometimes, depending on who it is. Mm-hmm. And I've always wondered, like, do they have to do that for real? <laughs> like, like, Can you imagine just seeing one person and he's voicing, like, five characters? Like a, an episode of The Simpsons, for example, yeah. where you have, like, Krusty the Clown interacting with Homer Simpson. I mean, yeah. that's the same guy who does both voices, I believe. So, yeah. That would be really strange. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or a poo and... Uh, Oh, what other voices does that guy do? Chief Wiggum. Hank Azaria, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, so, I mean, he does, like, a wide variety, too, that don't even sound alike. Well, yeah. It's kind of crazy, the uh, different characters he does. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. So well, it's, I, yeah. it's interesting. I, just I seeing, like, a, seeing them yeah. in a room, just having this conversation with I each other with the different voices. I watched a documentary on them. Yeah. On, on people that do, like, the, the, the voice the acting. The voice acting, probably. yeah. And it's insane, mm-hmm. like, what they have to do and stuff like that, and, like, all that. But I was never, <laughs> even watching that, I was like, I'm never quite sure. I don't think they they go back and forth, but... Yeah. But to hear some of them to start off with, oh, they wanted this lady, but then they want him older. And, like, you have this voice actor that essentially is changing her voice as she's speaking to get it to sound the way they wanted it to. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, holy crap, like that's, that's that skill. That talent. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's why not everyone can be a voice actor. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's why you, your, your throat got, uh, oh yeah, got a little bit hoarse after a and, while. You're not a professional. And probably also why anytime you heard me read it, it was never the same voice. <laughs> Who are you lot. trying to imitate now? It doesn't sound like anybody. It's Batman. It's Batman. That's not how Batman sounded last time. Sounds I'd more like Al- sounds more like Alfred this time. Alfred, I would have tried to do like the British accent. Oh right. Mm. Is he actually supposed to be British, or is that just something they do? No, I think he's actually supposed to be British. Oh, okay. I mean, he's been British in pretty much every interpretation on like the big screen and in TV, right? Yeah. Yeah, I didn't know if that was like just something they did because people like assumed. People no, I liked, think the character people is like British. English butlers for some reason. Yeah. So comic book fans listening to this, don't get mad at us. We didn't have the time to research this. We didn't think we would be talking about Alfred. I don't actually know, but I'm assuming he is. There is a new show called Alfred Pennyworth. Yeah, it's just called Pennyworth. Oh, it's just called Pennyworth? Yeah. Oh, okay. I think that's... I it's have my not, it's reservations about that. It's not on a channel like, we watch or anything. I've just seen, no, like... No, it's in the... Yeah, it's on yeah. Uh, American Cable. We're in Canada, so... Yeah. So I'm I've sure seen it's probably like going to be available somewhere over half here. Half trailers for it. Yeah. I'm sure it'll be available somewhere over here, but... Yeah. I mean, it's such an iconic character, so... Um, mm. I just find that weird. Where you're having, like, a prequel series with Alfred now, it's... I don't know... It's getting to the point where all these prequel series get out of control. Mm. Yeah, there was someone saying that she her big problem with the Joker movie was that it was... Not funny? <laughs> no, she said uh, her thing was that she gets that you want to see how someone became the Joker, but she's like, I kind of don't want to watch a movie where a guy got bullied... And he had a mental breakdown, and then he wanted to kill people. Yeah, it's... So she's like, yeah. it's... She's like, I she's like, I don't want to see that kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Because she's like, one, not all mental illness is going to lead to anything. Like, to anything yeah, negative like right. that. Mm-hmm. And she's like, so, like, I don't really know if they they do anything special to it where it doesn't seem like... You're essentially watching justification for a guy killing people. Mm-hmm. Well, it's gotten rave reviews so far. They screened yeah. it at the Venice Film Festival, so 
I think that one's going to be interested to. Yeah. It's going to be interesting to see how that one turns out. Yeah, but the thing is, for like, okay, I'm not knocking the movie. Okay, I'm knocking the like the the critics things like that for the festivals. Yeah, I I never trust that they've gotten like oh they got a standing ovation for like eight minutes. They got a standing ovation for like ten minutes. It's like, well, to be fair. Do people really know when to stop a standing ovation? Everybody's just looking over at the guy next to them like, are they going to stop clapping? When are they going to stop clapping? Do we keep clapping? I've watched enough award shows that when a standing ovation starts, there's still some people sitting in the seats and it's like slowly rising up Mm -hmm. like long after these other people have stood up. Yeah. And it was just like, like, well, I guess we got to stand. I guess we're we're standing now and we're applauding. We're Mm -hmm. applauding. Yeah. And so like when they say like they've had these big ovations and that's like, well, to be fair, it's it. You become like there's that mob mentality. It's like Mm -hmm. it how many people in that theater were thinking for themselves or were they just kind of following the crowd? Really, it was an eight-minute ovation, but the last minute was when the people in the balcony joined in. Yeah, like, who knows how long it took. That's the only reason it lasted that long. (laughs) It's only going to be seven minutes before that. And then, like, you have to be the person that stops clapping. Like, you have to get enough people that stop clapping. So, I mean, you have that mob mentality. I get this picture where, like, somebody's looking over. Oh, great, Earl, stop clapping. Well, I guess we all have to stop now. Yeah. There you go, Earl. You ruined it. We were at seven minutes and 30 seconds. We wanted to get to eight. Because I've been, we've been to mass before, and I've seen people stand up when they shouldn't have. Or Yeah, that's true. And you'll get a few rows that stand up. And it's mm-hmm. like, clearly, this this was not the time to do that. Mm-hmm. But, like, it takes a while for them to realize, like, you were supposed to sit down. You, you didn't have to stand up for this mm-hmm. part. I feel so like we've like, digressed, you know, though. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe no just offense. a little. Yeah, just a little bit. We got yeah. to bring it back in here. We're talking yeah. about church now. For, for but... books, though, I want to say that um, one of my favorite books is Bitten by okay. Kelly Armstrong. And for the... Uh, uh, when when we were talking about ebooks compared to paperback, I had bought it in paperback for years and I had not finished it. Uh-huh. It was just sitting there. And so when I bought a Kobo, that was the first book I bought on there. And it was my test to see. For those if it who don't know work. what a Kobo is, why don't you tell it's them? An, it's an e reader. Okay. From chapters and indigo. Yeah, in whatever. Canada. Yeah. Well, you got to remember a lot, like. Oh, it's not, it's not available other places? No, I believe it's just... I don't think it's available in the U.S. Oh, that's awesome. Anyway, point is... Because they have their own that... versions of e-readers over there. I mean, they have Amazon, and I think Barnes & Noble had one. It was called The Nook or something. Yeah. So. Oh, I thought you could get both, like Kindle or uh, Kobo. I don't think they have Kobo over there. Oh, I thought like Kobo was just like they had a deal with chapters over here, mm. and I know they do international, but I just didn't think oh, they were okay. in the United States. That's all. Oh, okay, it was really nice. If you can get one, I recommend them. Anyway, <laughs> the point is, is that when I got it, I had that book, and I ended up reading, finally finishing, Bitten, mm-hmm. and so that was my way of realizing that I would have to go the ebook way. Like getting regular the way paperback, of the e-book. going regular paperback, it, it would take me for it takes me forever to finish one of those books. But if it's on the e-reader, the Kobo, I, I finish a lot faster because it's just you know you can put it in your purse and just read it and go on to the next. I book don't know what like that's that. like. I don't put books yeah. in my purse. True. Mm-hmm. But you put books in your pocket because you have it on your phone. Kind of, I guess. Oh yeah. You're so proud of yourself. Uh-huh. No, but what I was going to say when it came to comic books, before we digressed and started talking about church, um, I was going to say that another really cool thing is you were talking about how you do the voices. Um, another cool thing was that Marvel Comics and DC Comics, actually, had a partnership with a website called Graphic Audio, and uh, basically they would produce, they would do adaptations of different comic book miniseries and stuff and what they did they actually had voice casts for the different characters and they had sound effects and it was a high production version of these comic book series that like different storylines that they adapted to essentially like an audiobook format 
but it was with increased production value. So it was really cool. I've actually listened to a few different stories on there. Um, there was uh, Civil War, which is obviously what the uh, Captain America Civil War was based off of in the Marvel Cinematic Universe. I also listened to the Guardian Devil storyline, which was written in the comic books by Kevin Smith. And uh, the most recent one I listened to was Avengers vs. X-Men. And that one was really excellent. They had so many different characters in that in that series. And they did a really good job with it. And I think that the, the partnership or like the contract or whatever deal they had for licensing has run out with Marvel. Because I've noticed a lot like of the Marvel titles have left their website, unfortunately. But they did a really good job with it. And I really enjoyed listening to it. Because it was a lot more of an... Immer- <laughs> Excuse me, an immersive, not a immersive, an immersive experience. So uh, that made it really cool because you don't really get that a lot with audiobooks. Mm. Unfortunately, you get one person reading the entire thing and you don't have different characters and you don't have different voices a lot of the time. So uh, with graphic audio, it was really cool that they did that with their productions. And it's something that I would like to see more um, or I would like to hear more companies do and now they're starting to do that kind of in podcasting marvel's getting into the podcast realm and telling stories through podcasts and that i think that's kind of like the next extension of the audiobook especially for comic books Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so that will be neat yeah it's actually really cool maybe you will have uh robert downey jr as tony stark reading you a book (laughs) <laughs> that would be neat. I would enjoy that. And uh, yeah, so definitely, uh, I, I definitely think that there's room for improvement with audiobooks, and I hope that they continue to evolve and uh, become more widely available. I think there's a huge market for them now. I think uh, different uh, book companies actually put a lot more resources behind audiobooks now because they see a lot of people are listening to them. Now you have services like Audible, obviously. Mm. Uh, which is connected to Amazon. So there's definitely more of a push for audiobooks, and I think that's great for people who are blind. Uh, The only thing I would like to see a little bit more of is the price coming down for audiobooks because the price you have to pay to get those compared to an actual book is... it's, It's quite a bit more expensive. Yeah. And I understand because there's a lot more... Uh, it, it's a lot more labor intensive. There's more production elements. You have to pay for the recording. Mm-hmm. The, the whoever is reading the book, they have to go in and spend so many hours reading different things and doing all of that. So I know there's more work involved with it, but uh, it would be nice if the prices were a little bit more comparable. Yeah, hopefully when the uh, the demand goes up, mm-hmm. there'll be a lower price. That's why I kind of like. Yeah, I think right now it's still where you don't have enough people it it hasn't caught on as as much well that's why i like audible because they make it a lot more affordable you pay i think like what nine bucks a month yeah or something and you get one quote-unquote free book a month so Mm -hmm. you're essentially paying nine bucks for an audiobook every month which is very affordable yeah that's something i don't mind so much yeah ebooks I I get annoyed sometimes because I've seen it where they've they're been almost on par with a paperback book, mm-hmm. and the only reason I have a really annoying time with that is well, there's two reasons. One, you're not paying as much for an ebook uh, to be published as you are for a uh, an actual book because you're not. Okay. Because you're not printing it out. There, there's a lot more labor involved mm-hmm. compared to an ebook. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is, is that at least with paperbacks, like you can do trade-ins, you can get some money back for that. With an ebook, you can't. Yeah. And it's it's probably one of the the biggest annoyances I have with ebooks is that you can't share a book. Mm-hmm. And I get why they have that because. I mean, security, blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah. They want to make their money. But 
at the same time, it's it's always annoying that I can't just share a book with someone anymore. I know. I feel that way about audiobooks, mm. different things that I get. Because the Felicia Day one, it was a book that I bought for myself, and I really enjoyed it, and I thought you would too. And originally, like I, I wish that I could just share it with mm. you. I didn't mind getting it for you as a gift, but you know what I mean? Like mm. When you know somebody else is going to like it, it's you, like you, you have to convince them to buy it you too. You would have preferred to do a re-gift. It's okay i'm not hurt (laughs) i'm glad i'm glad you're mature enough not to be hurt by that but no to me it's when you listen to a book and you know somebody else is gonna like it um you really have to try and convince that person that yeah you will like this yeah sometimes they aren't always willing to buy an audiobook like that because Mm. it is more expensive yeah and sometimes it, it it does make a difference Buying mm-hmm. the audiobook over the actual physical or digital book. Yeah. So I think um, I think that's something that needs to be worked on a little bit. Maybe mm-hmm. maybe do like a Netflix for audiobooks. That's kind of yeah. what Audible is, but you don't get to have like separate accounts. Yeah. On it, you know what I mean. You don't get to have multiple. Plan. Yeah, you don't get to have multiple accounts. Like I said, on it. hopefully it'll catch on more. I think the audiobooks in that will probably start to really kick in. Once, because podcasting has become where people download it onto their phones. Podcasting is where it's at. Exactly. For Mm -hmm. for trips and everything, if they gear that towards audiobooks, where it's not the, like, before you needed, like, so many CDs and everything, mm -hmm. but this, like, if you could download a book to your phone Mm -hmm. and play it on a long trip or something, like... That would sell to me. And I mean, you look at a podcast like Serial that kind of changed everything in podcasting. You can do something where you have these weekly installments where one is like a chapter every week and do something like that with podcasts. Mm. And I think that's something that would really catch on a lot more. I know some places are starting to do it already. Yeah, there are some podcasts that do that. Yeah, that's that what the... I just said. Oh, okay. No, when you said some places, I thought you meant like publishing places, not like... No, I meant podcasts, sorry. Podcasts. Um, yeah, no, some of them are starting to do it already. Um, but I think if that could catch on a little bit more, maybe some more book companies would be inclined to do it although that's a little bit harder because you need to get revenue coming in from that Mm -hmm. whereas with books you're looking to sell the book and that's where you get your revenue that's not ad supported so there's less of a gamble i guess Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah i think because if you know you're getting a big name or a big author you know that that's guaranteed sales to a certain extent yeah Mm -hmm. i think it it's one of those things because i mean if you look at uh it was Edgar Allan Poe, I think, did weeklies. Okay. And so did, uh, I think, Charles Dickens did weeklies, too. Like, okay. way back when, the newspapers mm. essentially s- printed out novels, but, you know, every week. Yeah. It was, you know, it's chapters crazy. for it. But and if now you did you it can now with get podcasts, a newspaper printed out. They're, like, paper thin. Paper thin. Sorry. Well, what, with podcasts? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. But if you have podcasts doing it, it's, you know, the evolution of that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But again, the it kinda, other... It's kind of funny yeah, how things all come around, though, because it would yeah. kind of be like old-time radio, right? Well, yeah. You used to have serialized programming every yeah. week. So if that transferred over to podcast, it would kind of be the same idea. My dad, I remember him telling me that uh, when he went to get a record player for the first time, him mm-hmm. and his older brother were all excited about this thing. They were going to get it. They got a record player. They are playing this record. And my dad, because they're like, oh, it's going to be great. It's just like the radio, but you can play it any time. Mm. And my dad said, they went to listen to it. And he's like, well, that's the music, but where are the people talking? <laughs> because his one of his big things of the radio is he likes listening. He liked listening to like talk shows on the radio right, and everything yeah. like that. So when he was getting a record player, he was thinking that, you know, you're going to have breaks where people are still talking or something. He still believed that. So he said, like, when they first got a record player, he was disappointed because he missed that. Yeah. So now you have, like, that thing it's where gonna people want to go back to. It's going to be interesting to see where to, it evolves. Yeah. yeah. I don't want to talk too much about podcasts this week, though, because we do plan on talking about podcasts next week. Yeah. So we got we to gotta temper... 
mm. what we're what we're saying. But uh, yeah, definitely, I think it could be an area where things evolve uh, in terms of different things for audiobooks. And yeah. I wanted to ask you actually in the notes originally for this show, you mentioned something about spoilers with uh, audiobooks as well, <laughs> yeah. or with uh, me reading books on my phone. We so. were both reading Hunger Games. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So we were in bed. And I'm reading from my Kobo. Uh He's listening to his uh, phone read out loud. He was further ahead than I was. So the problem was, was that if I stopped paying that close attention to my book, I could hear things that were happening in the future of this book from you. And I was like, I can't do this because... Did you leave the room or did you make me put my headphones on? I can't remember. I think I left the room, mm-hmm. and I think later on you offered to like listen with your headphones on. Mm-hmm. So it was I a learning could, experience. For so both I could of stay us. in the room with you. Yeah, it was a learning experience. Yeah, because it's not something you think of. Yeah, and it wasn't something I was really paying attention and to. Like, yeah, so, a lot like, of times you zone out. Yeah, a lot of times you zone out when my narration's reading to me on the phone. Yeah. So yeah, so, so it was one of those things I didn't expect for you to be listening to what I was reading. I didn't even think about it, mm. to be honest. I think it was because, like... I was being inconsiderate. <laughs> I think Sorry. it was because, like, it would say, like, their their names, and they have mm. very specific names. Katniss, like it's, yeah, you don't hear yeah. that name very often. So, you know, like, I'm trying to read the book, mm. and every now and then I would hear someone's name. So right. if it was a character I was more interested in, like, you know, Rue... Um, Poor Rue. <laughs> Poor Rue. It's like, uh-oh, what am I hearing about now? <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't want to know what happens yet. I'm not, I'm not that far ahead. Yeah, right. I'm just meeting her. I like her right now. <laughs> mm-hmm. It wasn't, yeah. I, well, I shouldn't yeah. spoil it. I mean, the book and the movies have been out for a long time, but yeah. I, I won't say anything about it. But yeah. anyway. So, yeah, yeah there, there's things like that that you have to watch out for. Hey, or listen my, for. It's not my fault. You were you were butting in on my. Uh, I don't know. I was a slower you were being reader. Nosy. Apparently, you're being nosy. That's what the problem was. I don't know why you had to listen to my phone like that, eavesdropping. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking for the audio and ebooks and that. Mm-hmm. The other thing is like the pay structure is still, is really wonky. Oh, is it for for uh, revenues and stuff like that? Because others only get so much money, right? So there's still questions about like self-publishing probably over worse like real e-books. publishing and everything else. Yeah. Like I wonder if it's like the case with music because uh, artists get less royalties on digital streaming now. Yeah. So I wonder if it's, if it's the same thing for authors when it comes to audiobooks on different services like Audible yeah, it's, it's, or eBooks. Yeah, because you know me, I'm I'm slowly going know you. to finish. You're my wife. I'm slowly going to finish a novel one day, mm-hmm. and I have looked into that writing a novel. And, yeah, I should say yeah, not reading one. Yeah, you, you you've read several novels, <laughs> and one of the things I was looking at was like self publishing compared to trying to get it published, all mm-hmm. these other factors, and like there there are so many factors to consider because. You might be having to market yourself compared to if you go through a publisher. Would the publisher do it? Would the publisher not? How to go through with it? And there's so many other considerations that do it. I mean, there's that Wattpad that people were publishing, and it was like free stories and everything. And now they have it where um, different authors you can uh pay to watch an ad or something so that they'll get revenue from a story. Mm-hmm. And I mean, so there's, it's still where they're trying to figure it out. It's one of these things, yeah, where it's still yeah. being monetized in different ways and they're trying to kind of adapt to the technology that's available now. Yeah. Because it's changed that industry so much. Yeah, and mm-hmm. it's it's to the point where people can self-publish, but it's, is it better off? What, what, uh, avenue should you go through? Should you go through Amazon? Should you go through uh, there? There's different ways you well, can do it. I don't do think it Amazon does like it anymore. I don't uh, think. You can, I think they you stopped. Don't, you don't publish through them, but I think you can still publish and right, then right. Yeah. sell it through them. Oh, okay. So there's certain. I might things, be thinking of another feature they have. Uh, it, it's different percentages that you can get back, okay. and depending on 
if you'll still have the uh, ownership rights and stuff like that. There's might have been the things. fan fiction thing that they yeah, because they had fan fiction on Amazon yeah. for a while, didn't they? Okay, I think yeah. that's what I'm thinking of. Yeah, good old fanfic. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like no, definitely. Fiction. It's what's that? I like fan fiction. I do too. I wrote some when I was uh, in high school, actually. Mm-hmm. I've written some too. I like reading it. Mm-hmm. Yours was probably better than mine. <laughs> I needed help. Probably. But, uh, yeah. So, yeah, thanks. You're so nice. Ah, boy. Don't you know that all these brains, they they work on some stuff? <laughs> I can't I can't find the words to express what they work on right now, but uh, your brain, yeah, they're, they're your, good. Your brain is so big in so many areas that some areas are just a little bit smaller. I don't think so. They're all big. I'm like that Incredible Hulk villain, uh, the uh, the uh, maestro, the leader, whatever. I can't remember. Ironically <laughs> enough, my brains are failing me now. Good evidence. No, it's, uh, it's, it's the leader. It's the leader. That's who it is. He had like the big head. Are you sure? I just yes. remember the leader from uh, The Simpsons. No, this guy's... na 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 leader na 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 leader Leader, leader. <laughs> oh, that's uh, anyway. No, <laughs> oh goodness. Um, no, but it's the leader. He's uh You remember the movie The Incredible Hulk? At the yes. end, when like they do the experiment on him to try and like rid him of the Incredible Hulk, and the guy's on the ground. Oh yeah, and he had the stuff drip on his head. Yeah, that's him. Oh okay. He, he like gets like big brains like and he just mm. got like a huge head and he becomes green and stuff mm. so yeah that's he was a, a villain yes oh uh, yeah a i guess with the name leader you'd have to be yeah. right maestro is a future version of the incredible hulk who has like crazy intelligence actually mm. some people were th- well i'm not gonna spoil so, that so but not anyway. like professor no oh, okay no not professor hulk oh, okay that's different but who knows? Maybe that might evolve into a bad guy. So in the why future. is it Maestro? I don't know. I I haven't read those comic books. I just know of the character. That's just weird. Because Maestro makes me think like he knows music, but like I don't <laughs> think of like like there's yeah music yeah no geniuses, I know what you mean. But like I don't think of them He's as like, like the, the Maestro behind geniuses. everything. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe I need to expand my mind. There you go. Like. Like and then the Maestro, leader. yeah, Maestro can be, like, genius of all. <laughs> Very good. Very good. <laughs> so, yeah. But is that all Is that all you, we've got about books or anything else you want to mention? Anything else you're thinking of when it comes to books? Um, Why are you hitting me? Because you're there. Whack. Oh, I, you know, there's... I got you back. You know... No, I don't know. Different books. You've got to explain yourself. I like comedy books. I like origin books. I read a lot of different kinds of books. You do. You read a lot. I actually would like to get back on Audible, maybe, and start uh, listening to more books again. Mm. What's the last book you read? (sighs) I'm trying to think. Might have been Chris Jericho's last book. Mm. It's been a while. So, yeah. I should get a book. Yeah, you should. I should educate myself. <laughs> actually, I started listening to... Uh, oh, that's something else I wanted to mention, actually. I started listening to Harry Potter, uh, the first book again. Mm. And uh, there's actually a service for the blind in Canada called... Uh, oh, now I can't remember the name. C-E-L-A Library. And uh, basically, you apply to them, and uh, you can get books for free, actually. Uh, they have. Uh, they are also combined with a... A website called Bookshare that also provides books for those with disabilities. So you can get audiobooks from their website for free, like different bestsellers and stuff like that. And right now their site is under construction, so the magazine section doesn't work, but you can mm-hmm. also get different magazine publications in audiobook format. So it's actually really cool, and you get it all for free. So oh, I started, that's awesome. yeah, I started listening to Harry Potter from there, and it was actually narrated by the CNIB Library, the Canadian National Institute oh, for wow. the Blind. So, and they, to show you how long ago this was, it was it was recorded to tape. 
<laughs> they it was like they distributed tapes with the uh, with the audiobooks. Mm. So it wasn't even like a Daisy format, which is the digital format for a lot of uh, which well for these audiobooks for the blind. So yeah. It's a digital format that they use now, but uh, they used to record it for tape. So well, yeah, that's cool. It's kind of crazy. My book that I'm reading right now is a, it's technically an older one. It's new to me, but it's um it's You're from late the mortal to the party. Yeah, it's Moral Instruments. Ooh, uh, but it, it's not the the first trilogy. Okay, you're reading like, like side set. books now. I think it's you told the, me it's the sequel of that. So the oh, it's, it's a sequel. Uh, it's not like a spinoff. Yeah, I want. Which one am I on? I think it's the uh, Lady Midnight. Okay, I think that's the one I'm on right now. I thought you were saying that you were reading one with Magnus and Alec. I did read that one before. Oh, you this did. One, okay, okay. I thought the, that's uh, what you were with still the Red reading. Scrolls, which I, I really gotcha. liked. Okay, I don't know what any of this means. I just know the characters' names, so. And for that, I love you anyway. Mm-hmm. Well, I know they're <laughs> together, the Alec and Magnus. Yeah, it was uh, Lady couple. Lady Midnight, because mm. I hadn't gone into those stories yet. I read, like, the first series, the main series. Mm-hmm. I'm not too big on uh, period Careful. pieces. Okay. So I haven't read the prequels, though... Mm. Uh, one of our friends, Danielle, has read it, and she really liked those, but she has not read this section of it. Okay. So I'm reading these ones now to see how it goes in that. Mm. But uh, I like those, and then I'll probably switch back to one of my other series. You said you are going to read the sequel to Crazy Rich Asians, actually. Yes, that's the next one. Mm. There you go. Mm-hmm. You're going to get crazy for Crazy oh, Rich yeah. Asians. It's one of those things. I always try to read the book before the movie comes out. Mm-hmm. And as much as I really wish that the sequel was already out, it gives me time. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you've got plenty of time. They, I don't even think so, they've started writing yeah. it. So, well, they've they've finished. Well, there the was treatment. a controversy. Yeah. yeah, exactly. So it's been pushed back and that. So here's hoping. But I really liked the uh, the first book. It was. It was different than the movie, but it doesn't take away from either one, which is always like good for the movie. Mm-hmm. And the book is should always be better than the movie anyway, because the book has no limits. Right. As uh, as I, I think I've mentioned before to you, I mean, if you're writing a book, you can decide that, you know, the character looks any which way at all and can have, you know, a 10 foot dragon. But if you go to do a movie, well, then you have to find a character that looks a specific way. Yeah, exactly. a specific way. And then you've got to have the money to have the 10-foot dragon. Well, that's something they said with Angel. Once the TV series was done, they did a comic yeah. book, and they were able to do so much more because they yeah. didn't have to worry about a budget. So yeah. in the last episode, I think Angel says, like, oh, I'll take the dragon or whatever. Mm. And they continue in the comic book, and Angel actually, like, gets to use the dragon mm-hmm. in the comic book, which is something they would have never been able to do in the TV yeah. show, obviously. So uh, they say sometimes that's a benefit when you can use uh, mm. use your imagination a little bit more, and you yeah. don't have to worry so much about budgets. Yeah. So. And I remember when the, uh, the TV show for... Uh, Shadowhunters came out based on this, mm-hmm. and they had the different characters. They have the Matthew Daddario that played Alec, mm-hmm. and uh, and it was funny to me because there are people complaining about like, oh, but he doesn't have the right eye color. And it's like, do you realize how many things he checked off that he matched? Yeah, exactly. The, like, the right even, eye color. Even the, the author thing. was like, this is him. This is him. And it's like. The author said this guy should be him. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's pretty bad when it's like everything matches up except for the eye color. Yeah. He should have worn contacts, apparently. Yeah, it's like, ah, oh, like, <sighs> you know. Come on, people. Yeah. Give us a break. And I understand oh, with the me. eye color because it was like something that drew Magnus to him. But at the same time, it's like y- you have to give some leeway because when she was writing that story, he could be anything. He could have any eye color. And in real life... Uh, you know, you gotta pick and choose. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you don't really have a choice. Yeah. Which People is why I like writing the worst. my novels. People are the worst. They ruin everything. Mm-hmm. So, 
Anyway, I think that's <laughs> about all we've got for uh, these books, the mm-hmm. subject of books. Mm-hmm. Not these books specifically. I'm sure we'll talk about books in the, in the future. Mm-hmm. You'll talk about your uh, your mortal instruments in the future, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. You just can't stop. It's a good series. Mm-hmm. You love it. You yeah. love it like Magnus loves Alec. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or Malik, as they yes. call them in the fan Malik. community. Yeah, well, it was eh? actually from eh? one of the books. Oh, okay. Well, whatever. Yeah. That's what they call them. Mm-hmm. And I know that, so I'm special. Mm-hmm. Right? Yep. And I'm glad you recognize that. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so yeah, that's it for us. But uh, You're an attentive husband. <laughs> I am, sometimes. What was that you said? Anyway, <laughs> that's it for uh, what we have to say on books. But we actually got a few comments. Uh, we asked our listeners what some of their favorite books are, what kind of books they like to read the most. And uh, Jan's got a couple of those comments. I actually thought of a couple of them, too, that we got on Twitter. But uh, these two are uh, a couple we got from Facebook, I believe. Yep. Uh, Angela O. Says that her favorite... Uh, hey, yo, away. Like uh, Tony Danza there. That she prefers paperback because I love the feel of the pages and some books have a great smell to them. I can't smell. I, I don't I don't have a good you know, sense there, of smell either, actually, actually. There's actually candles you can get that have... Really? Uh, old book smell yeah that's i find that yeah, weird because a lot of people like that smell well, like, i know a lot thing. of people like that smell i just can't imagine like buying a candle to get that smell that's what seems weird to me mm-hmm. you know what i mean like i fully understand enjoying the, you know, the smell really, of old books yeah. but well if you really like the smell i mean it's i guess no different guess. than like vanilla or something i don't know it just seems i don't know and then katie d she prefers audiobooks, ebooks, mm-hmm. hardcover, or even paperback. Mm-hmm. She did say that if you have an audio uh, audible uh, thing, check out Molly's book. Yes, Molly Burke, actually. Um, I don't know if you saw the links that we had posted on our social media a while ago, but uh, she is the blind YouTube mm-hmm. uh, celebrity. Yes. Who does her makeup and different things mm-hmm. like that. And she recently put out a book. So, uh, yeah, I've heard it's actually really interesting. So, uh, for those of you who uh, mm-hmm. are, who are interested. Yeah, exactly. You can check that out on Audible, apparently. Yeah. I'm mm-hmm. sure you can get it in other digital formats as well. I forget what the name of the book is, actually. I think it's, uh, like, Now You See Me or something. or I-, I believe it's something like that. But, anyway, just look up uh, Molly Burke. And you should be able to find it. It's B-U-R-K-E, the last name. So, uh, yeah. And uh, the the couple of... Yeah. Uh, it's not what it looks like. It's not what it looks like. I knew there's something to do with look or something. I don't mm-hmm. know. My memory is not the best. I, my, Katie my... actually gave the, the book title. Oh, did she? Oh, yeah. what? You couldn't have told me that before I made a fool out of myself? I'm no. trying to show, I'm trying to prove to people that I have massive brains. Well, here, redeem yourself. What did people say on Twitter? People on Twitter. We got one comment from Emma at the movies, and she prefers uh, she prefers the paperbacks as well. She doesn't really care for the e-book readers. Um, she said it's kind of a pain having to wait to, like, to turn the pages, especially if you're looking for something specifically, mm-hmm. like a specific part of a book. Yeah, that is hard. Having to go through and stuff like that. She said it's just a lot mm-hmm. less of a hassle to do that. She uh, she also has a collection of audiobooks, and she said, but uh, the player really makes all the difference in the world in terms of the experience when mm-hmm. you're reading a book or listening to a book on a different device or whatever. So, But she still prefers the physical and, uh, yeah, for that reason, I don't blame her. It's, uh, it's something you don't always think about, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, you think of how you're reading the book, but you don't think of how how you need to go back and get certain things from the book. If yeah, you that's see one a thing I've, or... I've, I've been annoyed at before because I'll try to, like, flip back to see something. Yeah. And it's like, oh. Such a pain. Yeah, they, they had, you could do bookmarks. Like, okay. um like mark in the book to to go back to it or, or mm-hmm. like highlight different things. I don't know if you can still do the highlighting thing. Okay. Uh but I know you can I'm pretty sure you can still do the bookmark. But it was hard because like 
it's one thing to be like, oh, like, I love this passage. But if it's from a book and, like, you're going back to see, like, okay, what did they say about this character when they were first introduced? It's a lot harder to flip back to that part yeah, than, exactly, than it is right? in a book. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so definitely that that makes mm. sense. And uh, we also got a comment from Ryan at the CNIB, uh, our local office here, and uh, he said he prefers audiobooks, so mm. <laughs> I don't blame him. I enjoy audiobooks a lot better. The mm. text-to-speech stuff, just, it's good if you need to get a book. It's nice. It's better than nothing, right? Mm-hmm. But uh, definitely you get a lot more expression, and it's a lot more interesting to listen to an audiobook yeah. uh, if you're blind. And Braille, I mean, that takes a lot more time. It's a lot more time-consuming to get through a book, having to feel it with your fingers. I would imagine anyway i mean Mm -hmm. i don't have experience with it but i would think an audiobook is just a lot easier yeah and you get a lot more invested probably get a nice break from your usual voice too Mm -hmm. yeah exactly the the narration it'd be the same voice either way so it's yeah it might be easier for you to uh like books are commonly like an escape uh, a way of calming down and stuff like that so Mm -hmm. i imagine it's probably a little bit harder when the same voice that was reminding you to you know check your blood pressure or take your pills yeah or call mom or whatever is also the one telling you that's nagging you all the time is is, the voice reading the book yeah is the one telling you about you know harry potter i don't want to hear it it's voiceover is a little harder to like escape yeah exactly <laughs> so yeah i can understand that definitely mm-hmm. and, I, and i feel like you get more invested in a book when it's an audiobook mm-hmm. because there's definitely more expression in somebody reading the material as opposed to like a synth synthesized voice yeah reading it on a phone because i mean it can only sound so human right mm-hmm. so uh definitely definitely Definitely, as, uh, definitely. As, uh, yeah, exactly, as Rain Man would say. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I, I prefer audiobooks myself as well. So anyway, with that, I think that about does it. That closes the book on books this mm-hmm. week. You like that? Yeah. I did that just for you. Oh, I thank you. I do feel special. Your bookie book. Your bookie <laughs> Yeah. Anyway, uh, yeah, so that does it for this week's topic. If you want to find us on all the social medias, you can do so. Uh, we are on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash blindluminations. We are on Twitter at blindlumination. And we are also on Instagram, www.instagram.com slash blindluminations. You can also email us. Our email address is blindluminations at gmail.com. Send us your feedback, your comments, your questions, whatever you got we will take and next week we will be covering podcasts are you looking forward to that yes we covered them a little bit today but i think we've still got more to say on them so uh Mm. we're gonna talk a little bit uh it's gonna be a little bit of a sausage party next week because we're gonna show you how the sausage is made a little bit in terms of how we produce this podcast right you like that i i don't know if i should still be married to you what? That's, I think that's an over-exaggeration. I think just a little bit. A little bit there. Anyway. Yeah, so we'll be back next week with uh, with an episode of a podcast. Oh and then the... Gosh. Oh, boy. Yeah, thanks. And uh, the week after, we will be covering uh, how, how I dealt with uh, becoming blind. All the different things I had to learn in the aftermath of losing my eyesight. And... Okay, okay, settle down. Settle down over there. Uh, Anyway, yeah, so we'll be covering that, and uh, also that week. We will be the Podbean Podcast of the Week, so uh, we are very excited about that and looking forward to getting those two episodes out to you in the coming weeks. And beyond that, well, you'll just have to wait and listen and find out what we're going to talk about. So once again, thanks for listening. We appreciate it. And we apologize for being a little bit late again this week. Uh, We are going to start recording some episodes in advance, so we should start being on time next week. Uh, We're looking to move the podcast to Tuesday mornings. So uh, hopefully it's waiting for you in your pod catcher of choice when you wake up on Tuesday. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway... That does it. Podcatcher. Is that like a uh, like a dream catcher? No. Okay. Just There's checking. no dreams. There's no dreaming in podcasts. It's just... Well, there can be lots of just dreams. Just harsh reality. Please. The harsh reality of Sorry. life. 
It's harsh reality you would have made some of those jokes. Oh. Harsh reality of being married to me. <sighs> I know. I woke up. You woke up? What the <laughs> heck is that? I know. I woke up. Yes, that's what people do when they go about their day. They wake up. I don't even know what that was supposed to be. Yes, I woke up. That's a terrible joke. Well, that was supposed to be a joke? No, yours. What was my joke? I don't know. The one that made me question marrying you. Oh, the sausage party. <sighs> oh, yeah. It wasn't even supposed to be a joke. It was just sad. You woke. <laughs> I woke up. Anyway, uh, yeah, so before we get into a fight on this podcast, we are going to wrap it up. Thanks again for listening, and until next time, stay sighted, I'll stay blind, and we will stay in your ear holes. Toodaloo. was created by Mark and Jeanette Rushlow. Theme music was provided by Bill Nouveau at www.nouveauentertainment.com. Make the god of blindness happy. Mark calls him blinder. Rate, review, and subscribe to Blind Illuminations on iTunes or wherever great podcasts are found. This has been a Fire Teddy production. It's you again. Why are you still listening to this thing? That weenie Mark and Jen already said goodbye. The closing credits are done and that robot did the whole thing with the roaring bear. It was all quite fascinating. I mean seriously, what is it? Ooh, I get it. You're waiting for some post-credits revelation, as if this is some freaking Marvel Cinematic Universe movie or something. Okay, I have a confession to make then. I. Am. Iron Man. No wait, he's dead. Spoiler alert. Ha 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 Ah, oh, come on, is it really a spoiler when the movie is done in theaters and out on Blu-ray and digital? Let's try this again, though. I. Am. Spider-Man. No, wait, that's kind of a sore subject for all of you geeks right now, isn't it? Who oh, boy. Talk about the tough crowd. Anyway, humans suck. Is this thing over yet? I hate you. Times 3000.